Charlie's Philly Steaks. Now open at Ohio State, where Phillies are grilled to order and wings made to savor. Intense chef-inspired bold flavors, from mild to wild, like Nashville Hot and Dare You Try Angry Ghost. For a limited time, try our grand opening special. Six boneless wings, Texas toast, fries, and a drink, all for $7.99. Come and find us at 18th and High Street. Charlie's Philly Steak, always grilling fresh. Blog Talk Radio. When the sun high in the sky, yeah, you know that it goes down. When the temperatures go up, the drop tops, they gon' come out. The girls' shorts, they go up. The tops, man, they gon' go down. It's summertime everywhere. Yeah, you know that it go down, it go down, it go down. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today is Monday, September 8th. And this is That's the Movie on the Sasha Marina Show. And today is the one-year anniversary. Well, we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of Robert's segment, That's the Movie. Yay! Congratulations, Robert. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, this will technically be the 40, 43, 40, yeah, 43rd episode, I think. Or 44, whatever. Uh, counting I lost count after, like, the first five. Oh no, me too. I just um, I just <laughs> counted them all up the other day. I just went like, okay, <laughs> one of the list yeah. of, of archives uh, episodes, whatever. So yeah, uh, 44 episodes later, whatever. Uh, here we are. So, um, what do you have for us today? Well, it's been a relatively slow news week, but um, I guess the first thing I have to mes- mention is the uh, passing of Joanne Rivers. Oh well, um, yeah. That's some of you don't know. Yeah, some of you don't know who she is. She was a comedian uh, who, for a, a while, just did you know TV, sometimes movies and stand up. But then she started you know doing like fashion shows, like pretty much as the 21st century and I think the 90s. I think she was doing that too. But she was doing mostly uh, fashion shows, and I never like in fashion shows she was just criticizing like everyone what they were wearing. And to tell you the truth, like everything she ever said, at least nowadays, I didn't find funny at all. She, I just found her rude. But some of her earlier stuff, she's a really, she's she was a really funny lady. And it's, it's, it is still sad that what happened. And then even though I didn't care for her later stuff, doesn't mean that she wasn't ever funny because she was a really funny lady and a role model for lots of comedians, women and men alike. It doesn't matter. She was really good. But um, yeah. I guess things are getting funnier in heaven. Yeah, I think so too. Um, well, what had happened was she she went for surgery, uh, something to do with her vocal cords. Uh, apparently, it, it was never said if it was cancer or not. And um, she they went into complications. Uh, she got into a coma, and she did not, uh, you know, uh, survive that apparently. So it, it was like one thing after the other. And apparently, she was ready for it. Um, she had commented, you know, that she was ready if if anything happened in this surgery because obviously she's a very very old woman already, you know. She's she, she was born in 1933, so she had some years. Yeah, so um, 
but she said that she was happy, you know, you know, whatever, if something, if the complications that arise and, you know, she didn't regret anything and whatever happens, happens. And, well, it happened and now she's not here. So, another star. Yeah. I feel like all these, uh, you know, these, these, these celebrities and, and big uh, known Hollywood stars are passing quicker than the amount of good celebrities or, or good actors arising in Hollywood. You know, like, the amount of good leaving is more than the amount of good coming in. Um, <laughs> or is it maybe because, yeah. you know, I feel like that's the ratio right now. And um, I guess I guess because we don't realize just um, how uh, a lot of these celebrities have been passing away, just a lot of them have been pretty old. Some of them, you know, have been some, young, but we haven't some, we don't realize yeah. that that it comes that it's this is pretty much the end of the Hollywood life for some for some of these actors, but I guess since we've grown up with them, they've always been the same to us, you know. Yeah. Like like you you never you never pictured them passing away at any moment. Oh yeah yeah we we expect them that, to last last our whole lifetime like they're supposed to last yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, we expect but them to outlive why. us. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's why we have them in movies. I guess stay with them through there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, rest in peace, Joanne Rivers. Uh, yep. What else do you have for us and um, behind the scenes, well, Hollywood? The Toronto Film Festival is going on right now, so um, anybody else watching or over there, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool because I'm not there. <laughs> that sucks. But either way, um, Robert Downey Jr. has a movie uh, screening over there called The Judge. And he was being interviewed, of course, and they asked him about Iron Man and especially Iron Man 4. And he says, right now there's no plans, like there's, there's, there isn't an idea for Iron Man 4 in the pipe at all. Like they don't have an idea for Iron Man 4. So it was just him like, you know, turning down all the, uh, all the plans for the movie. Because that's obvious, because his, his future in the Marvel Universe is still up in the air. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, and they asked him... If uh, what would he think of of another actor replacing him? What if he would if he would let another actor take his role? And he says, I like the idea that it would be up to me. Like I'm the casting director for Marvel, so most of, mm-hmm. most of his um, answers were just avoiding avoiding the question. But it looks like he's not going to be in this in the Marvel universe for long because he's going to be 50 years old when uh, Avengers 2 comes out next year. Wow. So I don't know just how long he can be playing Iron Man, you know? Well, as long as he's healthy and fit. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, how long? How long would he want to be playing Iron Man? And how long can Disney afford him? Because he's one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. Because he wanted to be the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Because he made them. He would make them pay him. Pay him more. Well, I feel like well, Disney is. I don't see why they wouldn't continue to be able to afford them. Um, people people love Iron Man. People are going to go see Iron Man. So the money's going to be there. The only thing is, obviously, how much money goes into these movies and how much is they're getting out of it. You know, that's always the question. But, yeah. you know, but, I mean, other than somebody, that... It's somebody like Robert Downey Jr., you know? Yeah. I and mean, people are always going to see him, no matter what movie he does. But people love Iron Man yeah. and people love Tony Stark and people love uh, him playing Tony Stark. So that's... I, I, you know, and in regards to how long he wants to be 
what, how long he wants to be playing Iron Man, I think that's what he signed up for. Like, you know, as an actor, you, you sign up for things and, you know, kind of have to deal yeah. with that <laughs> for as long as you have to. Yeah. And, you know, speaking more of actors who uh, are planning to leave the Marvel Universe, it's Chris Evans again. Um, he was also to Toronto Film Festival a few times, um, but this is actually an interview that he had recently, and it was just um, him saying, him just talking about his, you know, his future with with Captain America, and he's really excited to do Captain America 3 and everything, and he doesn't want people to already think, you know, start giving his job away, because he still has no, he still hasn't really confirmed if, you know, he wants to leave, if he wants to stop playing his character, but at the moment he says he's happy playing Captain America, so for now, you know, um, we can still expect him to be here, you know, playing Captain America. He did just really, he did just uh, have his directorial debut, um, and he was going, you know, on getting interviews and stuff for that. So maybe, maybe, maybe he might he might stop being Captain America. Maybe Bucky Barnes would take his place, and maybe mm-hmm. he'll direct a Marvel movie. We never know. It'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see that, you know, see him come back around and. He wants to be a director, so he starts directing Marvel movies. He's had more experience with Marvel movies than most actors, so yeah, it wouldn't be true. a bad idea. Well, but yeah, I mean that's what he wants and, to uh, do. He wants to direct. Yeah, and then um, so Al Pacino was recently uh, being spoken about because he talked about how much he loved Guardians of the Galaxy, and he wants to be in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about that he wants to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And if some of you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy or anything, spoilers, mild spoilers, not really that big, but uh, we don't find out who the main character, Jason Quill, Peter, yeah, Jason Quill's, um, well, Peter Jason Quill, his father. We don't know whose father is yet. And people are talking about, you know, maybe Al Pacino could play his dad, because obviously he's going to show up in a second movie, but. I don't think Al Pacino would be a right actor for a Marvel movie. I just don't see him playing like any sort of super powered anything in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I, just, I can't see him do anything like that. And he's and he's you know, he's old already. You know, we've we've seen Al Pacino do the the sarcastic comedy and uh we've seen him do the monster roles. Like we, we like, Al Pacino is categorized, you know? I, I can't imagine, unless he's going to be some galaxy mobster. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. His, the, the, thing, the thing is that Peter, um, Peter Quill's, you know, father is royalty in the comic books. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. He's, he's, he's royalty. He's like a king of, of his own planet and everything. And... It's kind of weird. I can't see Al Pacino playing any character like that ever, at all. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, maybe um, he's an, he is an actor, so he could pretty much you know do anything he wants to. So maybe it'll so. work out. Maybe it won't. I just don't. I just don't. He, I can't. I can't picture his voice being the face of any character. You know, because <laughs> yeah. because he has he doesn't have he doesn't. It's just really weird. His voice just comes off too much like he's a mobster of some kind. 
No, not only that. Like he's the kind of voice. Like once you hear and his voice, demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like once you hear that voice, like it's Al Pacino. Like you're not even gonna see the the little whatever character, you know, whatever. You're gonna see like, oh, it's Al Pacino. <laughs> Yeah. Um, or, or maybe we're just I don't know Maybe we're just being too blunt here And, and maybe some A writer A very good writer Could definitely pull it off And you know Him as the actor that he is He can pull it off too Yeah uh, So you know more Superhero news um, X-Men Apocalypse um, Is being released I mean not being released It's going to start filming April 2015 and one thing I actually wanted to talk about the 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 last movie just came out, X Men: Days of Future Past. Um, it was this is spoilers, you know, heavy spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen that movie. It's it essentially just rebooted the whole X Men universe. So anything yeah. that happened in any of the X Men movies, you know, prior to this one, didn't happen at all. Like well, something... uh, probably the very early things yeah. of of like um of X-Men origins but anything pretty much in the X-Men universe that didn't happen before 1973 never happened pretty much so it's so it's pretty interesting i mean i never i know i've never known too much about the X-Men at least not even in the comics either i've never really read too much about their stuff but a lot of things have changed and it it i mean it's a good thing because the previous X-Men movies have been pretty bad the only ones that were really good was uh, the Wolverine and um, X-Men First Class, but X-Men 3 and X-Men Origins were the worst X-Men movie ever, and they pretty much ruined the whole franchise. So it's good that, you know, Brian Singer's back, and he's doing the whole, and the movie is being essentially rebooted, the whole series, so I don't know, probably new origin stories. I don't know how this is going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it'll be cool to see how everything turns out. But the movie is going to be filmed 2015. I guess we'll be excited for whenever that releases, like 2016, I'm assuming, <laughs> around there. Yeah. So another interesting thing um, is for Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn, the director of Guardians, uh, recently just spoke about the original Stan Lee cameo that was going to be in the movie. So originally mm-hmm. what they had planned was... Um, some of you don't remember, if some of you haven't seen this movie, there's a character called The Collector in, in this movie, and it's played by Benicio del Toro. And, they, and the whole Guardians like group, they go into um, The Collector's like museum, and it's filled with tons of, th- of, of like creatures and objects and other things that The Collector has you know, collected, hence his name. And the whole, the whole shot was going to be Rocket Raccoon looks over and see, sees Cosmo, the, the space dog, which was... The dog that was in a little, like, uh, space helmet and everything, like if he was some sort of um, astronaut, he was in a display case. And then Peter Quill, Peter was going to look, I mean, Jason, Peter, Jason, screw it, because his middle name is Jason, that's why I keep saying that. But anyways, (laughs) Star-Lord would look over on on one of the cases, and then a a tentacle would be slapping against the glass, and then Groot would look over and see in a display case, and it would be Stan Lee sitting down in, um, in a chair. And in one take, Stanley would turn around slowly and flip off Groot. Oh yeah, that's funny. So yeah, it would. <laughs> it'd be kinda, it would be kind of. It would have been pretty funny, but that would have been a weird cameo 
for him to have. I mean, to, for James Gunn, that would have been normal. For the Marvel Universe, to see Stan Lee flip off Groot would be kind of kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, Stan Lee, he, he's always, like, there. Like, it's funny how the cameos are. Like, he's always noticeable and, and somewhat useful. Like, and he's always so cheerful. He has, like, the same smile, like, in every... Like in every shot that they catch him in, I think it's yeah. Um, I think it's fun. I mean, I would have liked I would have liked to see it, but um, James Gunn said they they cut it not because you know Disney thought it was appropriate, inappropriate or anything. In fact, Disney didn't even see it. Nobody even saw the footage, but um, he just cut it because creative decisions. He said, and he said it also was uh, because he was going to flip off. Um, his finger was going to come up slowly like Star-Lord did in, earlier in the movie, like when he was uh, being processed at the prison, you know, by the Nova Corps and everything. So he said it, it would have looked too much like uh, that from early on, and it wouldn't have been good. But <laughs> mm-hmm. that would have been, I would have liked to see that footage, but, yeah, whatever. So the next bit is that... Um, the Rock or Dwayne the Dwayne Johnson has been you know teasing for a whole year for a while now, uh, probably for more than a year um, about that he was in talks with Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment to play a comic book character in one of the movies, in a new movie they're working on, and he's and he's been like it's they thought he was going to play the Green Lan- he was going to play Green Lantern, uh, they thought he was probably going to play Cyborg, they thought he was going to play Shazam, they thought he was going to play Aquaman, but. Mm-hmm. Recently, he just announced this past week um, that he's playing Black Adam, and Black Adam is an antihero and also the villain of the, of Shazam, like the arch nemesis and stuff of Shazam, which is a DC character. And Shazam is a DC character who's uh, like a twelve-year-old little boy who has the power to become this huge, super-powered, like older man, whenever he wants mm-hmm. to. And Black Adam is this anti-hero that's like some sort of Egyptian god. I really don't know too much about the DC stuff, but he's playing a villain. And, uh, yeah, nobody really expected it. But uh, that's the news. Okay. I mean, I don't really, I'm not really, I really don't, I'm indifferent to it. I really don't care um, about it because most DC movies haven't really been good. And the only ones that have really been decent were the Batman movies, so I'm just gonna, I guess, wait till we see anything. I'm not excited, and, and I, and at the same time, I'm not like you know angry or anything about him playing that character. <laughs> You're indifferent. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm indifferent. Okay. <laughs> so uh, now talking about kids' movies, How to Train Your, How to Train Your Dragon. Um, I reviewed How to Train Your Dragon too, like. Uh, earlier this year, but um, How to Train Your Dragon Three. I, I also reported on this earlier in the year. Was it was already it had already had a release date. It was gonna be like 2016, I think it was. That was gonna be the release date, but now it's being pushed back to 2017. I don't know what that means by what they mean by that, but maybe they just want more time to work, or just they want to release the, the movie at a good time oh, and yeah. make sure they do well. So there's that. Okay. And next bit is, um, uh, have you ever heard of the movies The Boondock Saints? Starring Norman yeah. Reedus and Sean Flannery, that guy. Um, well, the first movie was fantastic, and then they, there came the second movie. I don't even, I don't think I ever saw a second movie because I heard it was pretty bad. 
but I never saw the second movie. And anyways, these movies have like a cult following. And recently, you know, well, not too recent, but earlier in the year, the the writer and director um, took pictures of the script, of the first page of the script and like the the second and third pages, and put it on Twitter. He released it on Twitter. And for a while, this movie has been, you know, people have expected it to happen, and apparently it might happen. I mean, the only person who doesn't seem up to making this movie is Norman Reedus, who is playing a character who's playing Daryl Dixon in The Walking Dead. And he said it's because the second movie was not nearly as good as the first one, so he doesn't know if he would want, you know, he doesn't think he'd like to be in the third movie, you know, and something like that. So it's kind of up in the air right now, but the, the title has already been talked about. He already, he already has a title for the movie, the director. It's called The Boondock Saints 3 Legion. And apparently it's going to be, there's going to be groups of people who started doing what the two brothers did, the Boondock Saints, in the first two movies. They start becoming vigilantes themselves and eventually try and help out um, the two brothers. So... He has his whole story and his script done and a, and a, and a title, even a freaking title, for the movie. Oh, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Maybe hopefully this movie gets made, because this is a movie lots of people want to see. I'll probably wind up seeing it, of course. It's just Boondock Saints, so of course I'll see it. <laughs> yeah, and um, next is just quick, but it's uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, his, his next movie, The Hateful Eight, is going to start filming January. Uh, next year, and it's going to release that same year in the fall. So okay. it's going to be a western. So I don't know, I don't know how long the movie is going to be that he's going to release it within the same year. Interesting, but yeah, sure. Uh, I'm pretty excited. You know, anytime Tarantino does anything, it'll be awesome. <laughs> so now, uh, next bit is is Marvel news, and this is um. They were speaking to the Captain America 2 directors, and this is Joe Russo specifically, and he was talking about how, Captain, uh, how Hawkeye was originally supposed to be in Captain America 2. But they had, to cut, the cut, yeah, they had to cut it from the script because um, Jeremy Renner had, you know, uh, scheduling conflicts. He's been, he had other things he had to film. So this is, he, uh, he, this is him, uh, you know... Uh, talking about what it was, and he said what it was going to be is we were trying to complicate the, re- the relationship between Captain America and his S.H.I.E.L.D. agent friends. So if Hawkeye would get a call from S.H.I.E.L.D. saying Captain America's fugitive, would he listen? Would, would he listen to that call or not listen to it? You know? That was what they were asking himself. So then the sequence, he says, was actually heartbreaking for them to cut it because it, what it, it was because it was a conflict, you know, with Jeremy Renner's... Uh, schedule, but what it was going to be was that Hawkeye was going to be chasing Captain America through Washington, D.C., and then they would confront each other in this, like, ravine on the outskirts of Washington, D.C., and Hawkeye would be shooting a bunch of arrows and getting close to, and closing in on, on Cap, and then Cap closing in on him, and then Captain America would take him down. And then he realized for the first time that Hawkeye was trying to trick S.H.I.E.L.D., and he would whisper something into Captain America's ear, and it was and it was saying that he has a tracker in his suit, in a suit that Captain America is wearing. And yeah. he would tell him to punch to punch him to make it look real because there was a jet, a shield jet, hovering above that was watching a feedback. So oh, it was that whole that was the whole thing. So 
If anybody remembers Captain America 2, there's like mild spoilers for Captain America right now. Uh, he winds up ditching the suit that he had from S.H.I.E.L.D. and taking one that was in a museum, which is the suit that he wore in the first Captain America. So, yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how he would find out that his suit has a tracker. And that wouldn't have been a bad way to do it. I would have liked to see that because I was wondering the whole time, where's Hawkeye? Why isn't he, why isn't he in Captain America 2? And it turned out to just be scheduling conflicts. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that happens. That tends to happen a lot, you know. And uh, yeah, it does. I guess you know. And, and so, what to what extent is then the character necessary? You know, if, if it's so easy to just let go of him because of of scheduling or or whatever, like how necessary is he? Period to the storyline? Because that would have made the storyline a little different. You know, that's a big tweak. He just totally took somebody out of the whole script, you know, which could have uh, added. Yeah, but it was it wasn't situations. such a big thing. It was, but I mean, it was almost it was almost just for fan service because I'm sure tons of people are wondering where's Hawkeye? He's part of Shield. Wouldn't he be hunting Captain America or what's happening to him? Because he's obviously supposed to be getting affected by what's happening in this, you know, movie. But nobody exactly. hears about him. And and but and it's and. Not, and mm-hmm. It's not a big thing. Like, I mean, it's easy to cut out, and it wouldn't have done much to the script, I mean, to the movie itself. It would have just added to the movie. It wouldn't have taken away anything, even if he wasn't a movie or not. You know, it would have just added to it a, a bit, you know, made it made it really cool. They're like, oh, look, Hawkeye was in a movie, and it was, like, pretty much a cameo, because he had to be, because it would only make sense. But since they took it out, most people didn't even notice. Most people didn't care. But, I mean, I didn't, and I was like, why wasn't he in the movie? It would have been totally cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, you know, <laughs> crap happens. <laughs> I really would have uh, preferred to see him there, but okay. So, um, there's recently for Avengers two, Vision. If you don't know who Vision is, Sasha, Vision is um this android who's part of uh, the Avengers, and he's like a superhero in it. And Paul Bettany, who does the voice of the AI for Cap- I mean for um, Jarvis, for uh, he's the AI for Jarvis that Iron Man uses. Uh, recently, uh, there's been you know a costume design for for him like out on the internet, and it was and it was like uh, what's it called? What is it the artists do? That they, they write, they draw it. God, they draw they draw this. This concept art, concept art, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, so it was concept art for his suit, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was a better look at it because there was a recent, you know, there was a, the poster that came from Comic-Con that it was uh, about, um, you know, it showed all the characters, all the, all the, all the superheroes are going to be in, in Avengers, and in the background you can see Vision, but you can mm-hmm. barely see him. It's just him flying with his cape and everything. And Vision, he looks, he's like his entire face is all red, and his suit is green and yellow, like he has a yellow cape, and it's like this whole green suit. So it's it's a pretty colorful costume, and I really doubt that they'd stray too far from it. But they released it, and if anybody cares about it, you can just look it up. So it's pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. The next bit is uh, Dread. If you've ever seen the Dread movie that came out like not too long ago, it was a reboot of the one that the terrible movie that Sylvester Stallone did. Uh, Dread came out and it was starring Carl Urban, and Dread was like uh, this this, soup, this like sci-fi, you know, futuristic thing about this cop 
that they would hunt down, that they would just, you know, be hunting down bad guys. And the whole mo- the whole movie was actually really good, but it didn't really make a lot of movie, a lot of movie, a lot of money. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. it it was a very good, very good movie, but just didn't really make the money that it needed. Like when it came out, it had a high, it has a higher rating than it came out the same year as The Dark Knight Rises. And it had a higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes than The Dark Knight Rises did. And it was a really good movie, and it really deserves a sequel. But recently, um, Carl Urban was being was being spoken to, and he said that Judge, I mean, that Dread Two might most likely be um, an origin story. So there'll probably mm-hmm. be a prequel, and we'll be seeing what happened. How did Judge Dread become who he is, and everything? So yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty cool if we get to see that. These movies were pretty awesome. So, I think we're kind of reaching the end, aren't we now? Eh? Yeah. I guess. Is there yeah. anything? Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Anything? Oh. Oh wait. There's um. There's upcoming movies. I think I said this. Um. I think I did say this last show that I had gone to see that new movie by um, Pierce Brosnan. I forget the name now. But I think I did mention it. Whatever. It was good. The, oh, The November Man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I did mention it last show. So, um, so yeah, tell people where to find you and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, actually, if I wanted to mention one thing really quick. Uh, I forgot to say this. If anybody is really excited about Magic Mike, the sequel, it started filming already in South Carolina. So, uh, yeah, I've never seen the first one, but the second one is being filmed, if you're excited about that. So yeah, there I'm you excited go. about that. I don't even care. <laughs> but yeah, people do. So, anyways, um, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, at the Real Robert AH. You can go on Facebook... Go to our pages, go to Sasha Marina Show, and that's the movie. And you guys can go on Instagram and follow me at uh, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And um, let's see, go check out our app on the Google Play Store and Blackberry Blackberry World. Um, the Sasha Marina Show, just look it up. It tells, us, uh, tells you all the podcast and everything Sasha's doing and I'm doing. And go on YouTube. You can look at more of that's the movie reviews that I've done and even a discussion that I did about uh, Comic-Con. It was just a thing I liked from Comic-Con that I talked about. So, yeah, look that up. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you guys want to stay more in tune with, like, the podcast episodes and interviews and so forth, like, the easiest way is really to download our app. I mean, you can download our podcast and tune in and Stitcher, all of that sort of stuff. If you have those apps, that's great. You can subscribe there, even iTunes podcast. But... Um, if you download our app, um, it's all there, you know, right after. It archives straight to our app. Pretty cool. Um, including our YouTube videos go straight, you know, to our app. It's a little tab, um, and it links you to our YouTube page, and you can see all of Robert's videos, or any of my videos, any of our internet videos, so forth. So that's, like, the go-to thing, um, you know, to make it easier on you. You don't have to go to our website and, you know, tag around, whatever. You can still do that, though. Uh, keep up with us through SashaMarinaShow.com. Follow me also on Twitter and Instagram at SashaMarina. And like our page on Facebook. It doesn't hurt. And um, it doesn't hurt you, and we would really appreciate it if you just click the like button. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, bro, thank you very much. Uh, another year with you, and um, 
you know, let's take that to the movie as far as it can go. Yep. Okie dokie. Right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.